Vagina Day. I call it Vagina Day. <laughs> Speaking of vaginas. Speaking of vaginas. Welcome to the Lady Bits Podcast. Lady Bits Podcast. <laughs> when this is released, it's not going to be the day before Valentine's it Day. It isn't. But, but one I of mean, these days we might be closer. Our recording days might be closer to the release maybe. days. I don't know. But anyway, right now it's February the 13th. and um, Happy Pre-Vagina Day. Yes. Welcome, everyone. Yes, welcome. Welcome, welcome. This is the podcast where we talk about chin hair and better sex and all the things in between. Actually talking about sex, for sure. Yeah, we're really talking about sex for sure tonight. And that is Abby. That's Amanda. Holloman. And we're drinking wine. I'm like throwing it back. I've just kind of relaxed my jaw and I took two Advil. Mm -hmm. So... I was worried that we weren't going to have wine because I got too busy to get some. And <laughs> you said, I'm going to bring a bottle. And now we ended up with three somehow. We have three bottles of wine. Well, so I got we're... scared that we weren't going to have enough. So I stopped and got some. <laughs> we're, we would be set for at least like a solid three, four hours if we needed it. Yeah. I but we're going to be we're going to be good. I can't drink that much tonight. I have. You have a really early morning. I have. I have a. 4 a.m. wake up call in the morning. So Jesus, um, I know. What was I thinking? What I don't know. I wasn't thinking. Well, <laughs> no, you weren't. We're heading out of town. Uh, Todd and I and all of our 40 kids <laughs> are leaving. You have a litter. We do litter of children. We're leaving tomorrow after school um, for the mountains for a couple of days, and I have not packed one thing. I have not gotten the house ready for the dog sitter. Um, I have to work in the morning at 4 a.m. And yeah. then we're leaving immediately when I get off work. So I'm not real sure how yeah. it's all going to happen. But <laughs> it always does. Todd's home right now with a list. Somehow you'll be in that car after work with all the things you need. Yeah. And there's always Walmart. Ben yep. has a Walmart. So... <laughs> It'll it'll be okay. You might end up with some Walmart underwear. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I think we'll be okay. We'll figure it out. He's at home with a list, getting it all taken care of, and um, it will be what it will be. Yeah, you know, we have go. to we have to have lists in our house. It's too easy. You'll forget everything. I think I do. <laughs> I was making the list for him. And I'm so tired right now that I was I was making a list, but I'm not sure that it made sense. And I looked at it when I was done, and I in the list for some reason I thought it was good to tell him that I miss taking naps, and that's in the list. <laughs> I miss naps. <laughs> Fold the laundry, get the trash. Did I mention I miss a nap? That's what the list was, and I'm like, what What did I just do? How did How did that end? <laughs> I'm so tired. What is what do they call that? Like fluid writing? I don't um, know. Stream of consciousness. Stream of consciousness. It's a stream of consciousness list. Oh yeah, he'll figure it out. But um, like, how do I get her a nap? <laughs> I'll just I'll just make it happen by doing all of these things for me. Mm -hmm. I will have time to then take a nap. Yes, at some point. Yes. So there. That's they, the goal. That maybe that's why I wrote it. I don't know. Um, so on the way here, I was listening to last week's episode because we're talking about sex again. So I was trying to remember. Yeah. It's been a couple weeks well, since yeah. we recorded. I know. 
So I was trying to remember what we had talked about. And in addition to it being the month of love right now, it's also the month of flu. So that's, we've been kind of out. Well, I've been out because my kids had the flu. Yeah. So we missed a week of productivity. (laughs) Kids, man, they mess up everything. They do. (sighs) Good thing. They're really cute. I mean, it's, it's, they're saving grace sometimes. Or if they say things like, Oh, I love you. Just out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Those are they those are really good, you know, saving grace points. Oh yeah. It makes up for all the times that they're little shits. Or they cough in your face. Right. At like two o'clock in the morning. That's fantastic. You're like, Oh boy. <laughs> I'm I'm holding strong. Actually, Brent and I are both holding strong. I'm so glad that you guys didn't get it, um, mainly because I'm sitting here across from you. <laughs> and if you had flu germs and were giving them to me right now, be so happy. You're going to cuss at me when you're at Boone. I'm going to hear it faintly. Damn it, Amanda. I'm going to hear it. Oh, man. No, I think that if I can work the job that I do every day and in yeah. front of all the people and the children that come and snot all over the pastry case glass Ew. and you know I'm, I'm good my immune system's pretty strong yeah I'm it kind of has to be especially for those early ass wake up calls dear yes. god I can't I can't I know um so here we are tonight again talking about sex we it's just kind of a continuation yeah and Can- so it might get a little crazy maybe it might it might not I don't know I don't know we're kind of tired <laughs> <laughs> And isn't that like, I know, like, I've definitely used the excuse, like, I'm just really tired. I don't want to do it. I don't want to literally do it. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just tired. I would rather use the time sleeping than humping. Oh, for sure. I think that is very common. Um, And I think that is okay sometimes, but it's easy to use that as an excuse, like to get in a rut. Sometimes it's a very valid reason reason not an excuse it's a reason why you just physically can't Um, but if you're using it as as an excuse to just to get out of it right you got to check yourself right there like yourself why am i saying this like why am i saying i'm tired but then i get on my phone like under the covers quietly and hope you know you turn down the the light the screen all the way so there's not a glow Mm -hmm. from the sheet oh gosh i think that's terrible that is terrible um, I have literally been too tired lately to do much. <laughs> well, yes. Our well, schedules, when you have baker's hours, it's yeah, intense. It's, it's intense. But um, so there is some some of that that's legitimate. Um, well, there's been children in our bed lately. Sick so children. That, so. Yeah. So there's like no desire. Like when you've got a kid that's like feverish or coughing in your face, mm-hmm. you're not like, oh, give it to me. No. You're like. You should probably go sleep somewhere else before you get it from our children. So, yeah, that's so tough. Kids and and schedules and all of the things kind of get in the way of sex. But, you know, you and I were discussing the other day what we what we did want to talk about. Um, There are so many things. And we are not a we are not sex therapists. We We do not go to school for this. No, we're not experts. And this isn't this is not going to be a um, sex therapy podcast as a rule, but we will talk about it from time to time. Right. Cause it is important. It's a part of being a woman mm-hmm. and um, it's a component right, of what it means to be a woman. And 
it's a valid thing. And, and I guess I, we want our listener, listeners to know that they're not alone, that they aren't the only ones feeling these things or dealing with these things. Mm-hmm. We deal with them all the time. Yeah. I know that when I talk to my girlfriends, you know, the biggest thing that they say to me as a sexual frustration is, um, you know, I just don't feel like it sometimes. And as, yeah. as they get further into that marriage or that relationship, that is becomes a more regular feeling. I don't feel like it. I'm too tired. Um, he didn't help around the house, so I don't want uh, to. Or, right. you know, he doesn't do nice things for me, so I don't want to. And there's right. there becomes all of these reasons why it's not something that they want anymore. Yeah. Um, and it becomes few and far between when they are having sex with their partner. And, uh, that's, that's a pretty constant, consistent, um, conversation that I have with girlfriends. And honestly, I feel like when I hear that, I almost feel like before any kind of stuff can happen in the bedroom, you got to have a conversation with that person. You know, it, I know I've had that conversation of you know he's like I, I there have been moments where he's like I don't why do I always have to initiate or why mm-hmm. you know I, I I get it and I'm tired and and it has to come down to things like well I'm tired because I cooked and I cleaned up and I had to pack the kids lunches and I had to do their homework and I've been going since six o'clock this morning because I also got up and took the kids to school and and so it's a culmination of things and if you can have the conversation and be an adult about it and not like, you know, put it out there as, as like a bitch fest and a whine, you know, you're whining about it. Mm-hmm. Just saying like, this is the facts. Like I've had a long day and I feel like if, if I could get a little more help in the evening, maybe I, you know, it might make it easier for me to, uh, I, I don't know, like recharge or to, to hold out longer have you know save some of that energy Mm -hmm. for the bedroom right i feel like it it's a it's dangerous territory when you start using sex as a weapon almost or as a hell yeah when you say um i'm not i'm going to withhold this from you because you did this or because you didn't do that um that's so dangerous and we should be having more conversations as we go about the things that um, need to be addressed or that, that need to be fixed apart from sex. Right. Don't don't hold that over their head as a reason for them to do better. Right. You know, if you'll do this, I'll have sex with you more or I would want to have sex with you if you did this. I just think that that is dangerous territory to find yourself in. And we, we should be having conversations with each other as partners, um, as, as you go along and not when it becomes a problem so big that you find yourself, I haven't had an intimate moment with my, with my partner in weeks. Right. Oh man, that's scary. It is scary, but it happens so much and you know. And look, I get like, just because, and the thing is, and I think we even touched on this just because you do go weeks 
without having like an intimate, uh, physically intimate connection Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that your marriage is in trouble. Right. It just, it it probably should be like a, I, I guess a gut check maybe, or figure out like, ask yourself, are we just in a season of our life where it is, it's, it's not priority. Like maybe you have a new baby. Mm-hmm. That is a perfect situation of it's okay that you're not being physical because you're being a new parent or you're being a, a new parent again. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, those are like, there are situations. I'm just saying that, 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 that happens. Um, but if you find yourself like having feelings of resentment and using that, as you said, as like a weapon, as like, you know, dangling, dangling the vagina <laughs> like a on carrot. a stick uh-huh. yeah then you, you know you got to ask yourself like how did i get here why am i using this this way mm-hmm. um it's not fair it's not fair and it's no. dangerous um but also i was thinking about this too how you know i am i'm the kind of woman that if i feel pressured to do something i don't want to do it um so I, I wonder how much the expectation of sex negatively affects the desire to do it. You know, if you are, if you feel like you are expected to do this, you're expected to perform or you come home and you see your spouse and they give you that look and you, you know what they want. Right. Does that. I wonder if that for some people, I think it probably would for me, if I'm honest, like if I know you, that's what you're wanting the end game to be tonight, that's pressure to me. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Ugh. Now, see, I, I, but see, for me, like, I know that I try to communicate things constantly mm-hmm. with Brent I, for, for at least for me. So sometimes it'll be just a little simple thing. Sometimes you just have to flat out say it like, I want some sex tonight. Mm-hmm. And at least it's out there. Mm-hmm. And and if I can gauge if he's had a rough day and, and he's exhausted or he's been sick, he's not feeling up to it, then I'm at least I give him the opportunity to communicate to me like, listen, I yes, I would like to have sex as well. It's just. I'm exhausted or mm-hmm. I just don't feel good. And, and I'm more respect. I, I can respect that when he communicates those things to me. So I know that like, I mean, we've been married for, it'll be 13 years this year. And we're at a point where I feel like we just have to talk, like we have to say things more openly to each other. So mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm constantly like, you know, Hey, let's schedule it in. Yes, and Let's. I do that too. We, Todd and I definitely do that. We we talk a lot about um, making it a priority because it is. I think sometimes, and it's a little easier for you right now. Do you feel like because you want to because it's because we're newlyweds, right? Yeah, probably. Um, but you know, we're newlyweds with an instant <laughs> with family. a litter of children, right? So <laughs> it's not like we're newlyweds with no kids and we're just like free to do whatever we want all the time right there are the complications of busy lives and lots of children and all of that so yeah yes and no um but I you know I just think the biggest thing in any area of your relationship or your life that you're struggling in 
probably boils down to a lack of of vulnerability and honesty and communication. If yeah. you are if you are truly knowing yourself and your partner and talking through the things that matter, a lot of this stuff is just kind of comes along with it. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you're not talking and you're just going to work and you're going to the store and you're going to basketball practice with your kids and you're doing drop offs and, you know, and you're falling into bed at night and you barely said two words to your partner, mm-hmm. that's that is a breeding ground for um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> it's a breeding ground for that word. Abstinence. That I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Um. Well, I mean, so, okay, so we all are, you know, we have these moments and we're feeling that way. Okay, so what are we going to do about it? Because we can't stay there. Our right. vaginas will shrivel up and die. Mm-hmm. Like, or they'll sew back together. I don't know. Does <laughs> yeah, that, I mean. Cobwebs right. and dust bunnies and things. Right. I mean, you, we don't, we don't need that. No. So like, we have to, I feel like we have to just bite the bullet. Sometimes it's hard work. Like, I mean, the marriage is a commitment and we say our vows and we, you know, believe like, okay, we're going to do this. When it gets hard, we're mm-hmm. going to push through. Well, when you you know don't want to have sex sometimes you have to push through and that's okay i mm-hmm. feel like yeah and um i mean there have been times when i have genuinely not been in the mood and i'm grateful that he pursues me like i'm grateful for that because if it was all up to me like there are like i my sex drive ebb and flows like i just I can go through a dry spell where I'm literally like just focused on, you know, living the day to day life. And, and it, I'm appreciative that Brent pursues me. Mm-hmm. Um, even when sometimes I give a little resistance to it, he will still try to pursue me. Mm-hmm. And I know that oftentimes I will check myself and realize like he, he needs this. Mm-hmm. And I've I've got to, you know, be willing, and I'm okay with that. Like, and he's okay with that. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that that only like that helps us. And and I'm still tired. And yes, I am tired the next morning. But I know he's satisfied, and I'm satisfied in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I just push a little more. Right. Um, I have found this to be true in my life when I have realized a need in my life let's say it is um let's let's take sex away from the conversation for a minute let's say I I realize that I am in need of um friendship in my life Mm -hmm. I, I am experiencing a drought of friendship in my life and I'm seeing the negative effects of that um I have found that if I wait around for somebody to come and seek me out, I'm going to wait a long time. Mm. But if I will give to others what I need, yeah, that will come back to me. So let's see. Let's say that I see um, somebody that um, looks lonely or is experiencing loneliness, loneliness like I am. Right. I need to give that person the gift of friendship or the gift of a conversation or the gift of kindness so that will 
come back to me. Right. So if you're in a relationship, a marriage, a partnership, whatever, that you're experiencing a drought of intimacy, a drought of sex, and you don't feel pursued, um, you're, for me, my best bet has been to pursue, even if I didn't feel right. like it. Right. Even if it was uncomfortable or inconvenient for me, if I will take the time and intentionally pursue him, mm-hmm. that is going to give me ultimately what I need back. Right. And that is tricky because you're, it, you don't want to, you don't want to give somebody something just for the purpose of getting something in return. Right. But there is a principle about put a seed in the ground and it's going to grow. You're going to get something back from it. Right. So, you know, you put in the labor, you put in the time, you put in that the work. grows, there's mm-hmm. fruit produced. Don't wait. You get to enjoy the yes. fruit. Don't wait for somebody to come do it for you. You do it for somebody else. Right. So pursue your, your partner, pursue that person in your life that you're committed to. If you know what turns them on, do that thing. Yeah. If you know the, the pair of tight pants they like to see you in <laughs> and it does it for them, wear the tight pants. Tight pants. Tight, tight pants. pants. Tight pants. Wear them. If you know what they like to eat for breakfast, you know, once in a while, make it for them. Right. You know, you extend that effort so that you are pursuing them. And I guarantee you, most of the time, unless they're unless you're married to a, an asshole. Right. It's going to come back to you in, in ways that will benefit you both. Right. Now, if you're married to an asshole, that's another conversation. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yeah. Because there are people out there that are married to assholes. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of them. Thank God. I can sometimes be an asshole, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I love you, honey. Thank you for sticking through me. Sticking, sticking through me? <laughs> sticking it to me? <laughs> sticking it in me? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for sticking it in me, even when I don't deserve it. Even Thanks. when I'm an asshole. Um. Yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. Thank you for enduring my bitchy asshole moments. God, God bless our patient. Not to be, uh, can uh, not to be um, confused with itchy asshole moments. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Indeed, I I know that. um, I know that. Like, I can think about when I cook. When I'm cooking. I think that must, I've noticed that when I'm, I'm cooking and I'm in the kitchen and I'm, you know, preparing a meal, he, Brent will oftentimes come in to the kitchen and like wrap his arms around me. And I can tell that like he appreciates and loves when I do something like serve him a meal, like a home cooked meal. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he appreciates that stuff and it does come back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's awesome. I am so um, thankful that I am always the his priority mm-hmm. in in our sex life, um, and like e- there are even times where even now I have to tell myself like I have to I will think about things like I will think about really amazing moments of intimacy that we have had and it. It actually literally will give me like butterflies in my stomach again. Mm-hmm. And it actually makes me want to be like, 
oh, I want, I want another one of those moments. So mm-hmm. that's one way I, that I know that I will dwell on the moments that have been wonderful between us to get me like to the next point of like, okay, we're going to get another one of those nights. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd will come and remind me of those too. <laughs> if he, if he's really pursuing me. <laughs> He's like, you remember when we did that? You remember when? Remember when I did that? <laughs> do you like that? Would you like a repeat? We should repeat that. <laughs> Let's do that right now. <laughs> yeah, he um, he will remind me about stuff like that because he knows it gets me gets my engine revved yeah, up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you find what you find your partner's buttons, and not not the buttons that aggravate them, not the buttons that like are their you're getting on my nerves buttons right but you find what turns them on you find out what are their um triggers for you know getting in the zone and do those for them that's right Mm -hmm. shake them boobies shimmy those boobies but not over a hot stove because especially if you're like like you know doing bacon whoo Unless you're into that thing. I mean. You're like, ooh, let that bacon grease pop on my nipple. <laughs> How did I get there? I don't know. That was a big old leap. I think that I was... just jumped off the cliff <laughs> of consciousness, of like, of thoughts. That sounds super painful. And that is not what I like, folks, by the way. That's not my thing. <laughs> I'm not into bacon grease. <laughs> I bet there's some. Unless I'm making a gravy, then I'm into bacon grease. But. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. How did we get here? I don't know. I don't know. But here we are. Um, so, yeah, those are some really great pointers. I think for me, it, this this conversation has been a reminder to me to give what I need to get back. And also communicate with your partner like, hey, I've noticed some things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm concerned. And I'm concerned because I love us. And, and I only want us to continue to flourish and grow um and i i know like for me like communication is key in all elements of my marriage like not just the day-to-day and not just the the um sexual side of it or the physical side of it but um you know we we try our best to like uh be aware of the 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 tone that we're talking in and be aware of like you know if it I can tell when he's frustrated or or concerned about something I can and he can tell when I'm frustrated and we're we're uh diligent to make a point like what's going on what's wrong and, and to pursue that and push that until finally like it comes out like hey I'm struggling with this I'm frustrated about this I'm worried about this um and then also in the bedroom, like, I like this. This feels nice. Do you like that? Mm-hmm. Um, communication. I feel like, God, I feel like that is such a huge thing. I feel like if people just talked more and were honest and vulnerable mm-hmm. um, and and just open about their intentions of things, like, there would be a lot less resentment and frustration and mm-hmm. between people. In general, not just in a marriage, but in in general. Right. So talking and listening mm-hmm. for sure. It's a big deal. Um, there are so many things that we could talk about on this topic. 
um, it can be a little overwhelming. And like yeah. we said in the beginning of this episode, we are not experts. And we don't expect that you're going to come to the Lady Bits podcast to solve all of your sexual issues. So there are lots of places. And I think it's super important that if you are really struggling, that you should find somebody to talk to. Therapy is not something um, I I don't think my degree was in psychology, my undergrad. But um, I think it's so important to be able to. Mm share with somebody that comes from a non-biased standpoint um, to listen. Yes. So find somebody to talk to. Yeah. Go find a therapist. Go yourself. Go together. um, Whatever you can do. But it's really critical to not just lay in your problems and just suffer. Right. But find a way out. Do something um, to get better, to find solutions. And if this podcast helps you kind of get kickstarted, then great. But then go find find the solutions for your particular situation, your scenario. Find a therapist. Find a podcast with an actual expert who's going to give you <laughs> actual expert opinions. Yeah. Um, and listen to that together. You know, I've sent Todd some links to podcasts. Um, about different things and we'll listen to, we'll listen and then we'll discuss or, you know, about all kinds of things. Um, but yeah, just be proactive and do something. And if you find yourself like in a, in a marriage that's years into it and you are miserable and stuck and don't know what to do, like just do something, get up and take a step and do something to get, uh, some momentum in your relationship. Yeah. It's so worth it. Don't, don't stay stuck for the rest of your life move forward do something to get better that's right love yourself and love yourself enough and love your marriage enough or love your relationship enough to realize like when it needs some time and attention for sure and some help from someone else and there's no shame in that there's no shame in getting absolutely not um so that makes you a grown-up makes you a grown-up taking responsibility for your happiness and, I don't um, do my taxes myself. I have a grown-up do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> An expert in all the taxes. That's right. Um, yeah, so good stuff. It is good stuff. Good stuff today. And um, I think maybe next week we'll talk about something other than sex. But it will yeah. be equally enjoyable. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sure. Maybe not equally enjoyable, but it'll be good. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming by, everybody, and listening and hanging out with us. Yes. Be sure to um, rate and review and subscribe. Tell your friends. Share. Um, all those things. Uh, yes. Um, the comments and the uh, subscribing really helps new podcasts like us to grow. Yeah. So it means the world to us when you do. So leave us a review, and we would love to read some of them on the air. Yeah. If you have questions, you can email them to hello at the ladybitspodcast.com. And if you have a comment, if you have an idea that you want to share or something that's worked in your marriage or um, whatever, Please share those things too. Yeah, we, we want love to talk to, to you. Those. We'd love to get to know you guys and answer questions and um, read read some comments on a future podcast. So we don't promise to have the answers, but we'll do our best to to share our experiences for sure. Alrighty, and with that, we'll say bye 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 bye. The 
Lady Bits podcast is created and produced by me, Amanda Holloman, and Abby McGee. It is recorded in Wilmington, North Carolina. Our sound engineer and graphic designer is my hot husband, Brent. Web design and music contributions are by Abby's also hot husband, Todd. The theme music is recorded by us and our very, very still hot husbands. Special thanks to Beta Radio for the use of their recording studio and to Millie Holloman for the images that can be found on our website and social feeds. You can find us at theladybitspodcast.com. Sex. Whoop. My armpits are wet. <laughs> They're kind of damp. <laughs>